This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So, see mcdonalds.com for full details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. There's a team that we all love, playing out of person town. They've had a few promotions, but always end up going down. Play up, play up, for fail. 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 Good evening and welcome to the Ale and Vale podcast. We are joined as normal by Bez. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right, mate. It was the pod before Christmas. It was, and all was calm. Yeah. At least it's not frozen anymore. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, not bad. I'm up in Geordie. Well, I say Geordie Land. They'd kill me if I said that. I'm in Mackamland tonight. You're in Mackamland tonight? Yeah. So I've been for a run up and down the front in Sunderland. There's my Marco Thon still going strong. 21 days in. Still going, even while I've been away. So yeah, can't complain. Can't complain at all. Little bit of man flu. A little bit of man flu. You're getting over it now. I am getting over it now. To be fair, yesterday was pretty rough. Today's not too bad. Just a really tight chest and my ribs hurt. I think I've been coughing too much. Yeah. But apart from all my ailments, I'm great. That's old age, though, isn't it? Your birthday recently. You've turned forty-five, so. Was it 63, was it? 63, according to my nephew. Yeah, he turned 63, so that's it now. Yeah, 36. But, and then we're um, we're joined by Carpet Man himself. He's here, he's, here, he's back. He's um, brought his 14th cat of the week because he went <laughs> last weekend. So, oh, well. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Really good. I've braved the Trafford Centre today and I've come through without being broken. So, yes, very was well. It, was it busy? Oh, horrendous. Horrendous. Full of people who can't control the bloody kids. And is that just your missus? Yeah, just can't keep her, to keep her mouth shut, you know what I mean? Well, no, it, it really bugs me. Parents who walk in front of their children and then the kids are just going, like, zigzagging. And, yeah, you want to tell them where to go, but you can't because they... No three um but yeah no over well i can but i I choose not to because (laughs) i'm very 
Nah, no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I will next time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am as good as done for Christmas. So, look, you housewife in the Hancock household, are you all prepared for Christmas? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're pretty much we're we're we're, we're almost done. Bit a bit of wrapping left to do, but nothing too hexy. Who's the rapper? She is. I was going to say, Johnny, you don't strike me as someone who's got patience with wrapping paper. No, no, no. Like I, I'd, I'd, have, <laughs> I'd have to get something like tinfoil or something. <laughs> a scrunch, a folding scrunch. Anything like anything like that would be sound, but yeah, it's, 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 what laughing it? I don't like it. I, I feel the same way about wrapping presents as I do about buying cards. Like it's absolutely pointless. Cards, cards, I'm with you. I am hundred percent. I have had to. I have to buy the missus one because she tells me I have to buy her one. But nobody else gets cards for any occasion. They don't interest yeah, me. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, and and they're fucking expensive, don't they? Yeah, even well, I, I bought the missus one today. Yeah, grant. I mean, granted, it's it's a, not a massive one, but it's bigger than your average car. But it was six quid. Sod off. I nearly shit myself when I took it to the counter. He saw you coming. <laughs> right. Did they just six quid for a bit of card? I'd have put it back. Done it twice. <laughs> so I, what I do is start a jam when you take all your cards down. I take that back, hide it, and then you can give it to again next year. Get your money's worth. Checking. Yeah. She'll forget by then. You'll be fine. She doesn't listen to this, does she? She won't listen to this one because I'm on it and I can't listen to myself because I always think it's not my voice. Fair enough. Yeah, no. <laughs> do that. First of Jan, take it back, hide it. Then next year, give it to her again. She'll think you've brought a nice big card again. <sighs> Inflation will not get the better of me. As long as you haven't wrote Merry Christmas 2022 in it. Or oh, God, like no. Barely written anything in it, if I'm honest. That's, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, but I don't do Christmas cards. I haven't wrote a one. Birthday cards I do for close family but i don't do christmas cards. Uh, the, uh, the only way i do cards is if i'm putting money in can't just i can't just give them 20 quid i feel bad then i will do a card then yeah hence why i do cards <laughs> and that's it that's your special <laughs> do isn't it, <laughs> as we learned last year <laughs> oh bloody hell but yeah we're recording a little bit early this week with christmas coming up and you're you're being a busy busy social butterfly aren't you over the next couple of days bez yeah so, it's Busy week. I was out Monday night. Yeah, I went out Monday night for a meal with my mate from work. Tuesday, Wednesday night, I'm away with work, so I answered home. Thursday night, I'm going out for a curry, and I can't remember if it's all Sage or Audley, but I'm going for a curry tomorrow. Or Sage or Audley, Friday night, I'm going for a game bowling with a few mates for Christmas. So, yeah, hectic. It's a little social butterfly, aren't you? Yeah. Ooh. Anything to say, putting the eating on, to be honest, it's cheaper to go out for a meeting than sit at home and put the eating on. I've just realised as well, this is my last day before Christmas of not having plans that involve a pub of some sort. This is... Normal weekend for you coming up. Well, yeah, but he can't. doesn't normally start on a Thursday afternoon. Bloody hell. Uh, it's a two o'clock start tomorrow afternoon, apparently. You're going to make Christmas Day? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Christmas Day is just fueled with... Uh, well, uh, my missus drinks that ast- Asti. It's like fucking rocket fuel. It's basically cheap Prosecco, I think, which is uh, obviously cheap champagne. Um, 
but he, yeah, he just sends me a bit round the twist. Uh, so get a couple of them down my early doors, and it levels me out. As a bit of a chef, are you cooking Christmas dinner? I am. I am. For how many? Uh, four, maybe six. Four, maybe six. Yeah, I would prefer it to be six. I find yeah. it easier cooking for six than I would for four. Just cook for six, but, and if you only have four, that's your Boxing Day dinner done. Uh, well, yeah, but Boxing Day, I'll be at the Vale. Oh, yeah. Mm, this Boxing is why Day. we're doing this podcast, Bess. Yeah. <laughs> Boxing Day tea when you get home. No, because got people that got got friends over Boxing Day. Uh, Boxing Day night's a buffet, man. Honey roast ham. We're having a spread. Oh, on your buffet, do you have? And this is going to be one for the older listeners. <laughs> now. We had a buffet at work for me. But, well, it wasn't for my birthday. It was on my birthday, but it was the Christmas buffet. And I asked someone if they do, because I hadn't had it probably since my nan passed. Pickled onion and pickled cucumber. And I, I, I'll have pickled onions. Won't have pickled cucumber. Have you ever had that on like a buffet? You get a bowl full of vinegar and you have cucumber and onions in. No, just I just always had pickled onions. Oh, Johnny, help me out. I can't have the oxen like vinegar, mate. Oh. So Jeff, help me out. No, no, she don't. I like no, I thought you were gonna say like cheese and pineapple on sticks then. No, no. Health and safety and everything about that. Are you cooking Christmas dinner or are you off to your mum's? No, off to mum's for Christmas yeah. dinner. So mum's doing Christmas dinner for for, for everyone. So nice. does she do a solid Christmas dinner? She does solid. Yes, that's what you want, and you don't want to be going somewhere Christmas dinner thinking it's a six. It's a six out of ten. You don't want that Christmas day, do you? No. We're, stop, no. we're, stopping, we're stopping there Christmas Eve. We wake up with oat cakes in the morning for breakfast, nice. and then then we then we crack on with the presents, and then we've got some lobster first starter. What Ooh. bloody hell! It's been giving it all that. I know. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then we're rocking into the proper Christmas dinner. So, and, and then Christmas pudding? I, I'm not a Christmas pudding person. It's got no, me. No, all me. Is, are we, is, is the world just kidding itself that that's nice? I think so. Because it's not, is it? It tastes like shit, essentially. And yeah. you basically, it's forced upon you as a child and you eat it because, you know, your nan has put 10p in or a pound in it. And you've got to find the pound. And choke but then, on it. Yeah, choke on it. You know, A and E for the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. But it's not a... You'd move it round your bowl, wouldn't you? And then go, there you go, I've, I've had a beer. And it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're having, we're just having like a like a chocolate pudding thing. You know, with the yeah. with the melted chocolate, sponge yeah, the exterior, gooey the gooey chocolate yeah. in the middle. Yeah, a bit oh, of that, a bit yeah. of ice cream. Oh no, bit of custard I'd want with that. I don't I don't do custard. It's oh. uh, it's texturally a nightmare for me, that is. Oh no, bit of custard. custard. I'm off to my brothers for Christmas dinner. He's cooking, which he always does. I always go with my brothers. So mm. that's me. How, how many of you are getting there? Mum, dad, me, James Stacey, the boys. Oh, fair play. Now I've so, got a question for you, gents. And and I don't want and, and Steph can pipe up with it in this one as well, because I just want to know whether I am Still an alcoholic come Christmas Day. What time's your first drink Christmas morning? Or do you wait to dinner time? Or do you not drink? Or with breakfast? With breakfast, which is well, now, now I've got a child, probably about, probably about... <laughs> six a.m. <laughs> yeah, so the champagne and Chambord will come out then. Oh, 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 oh nice! I yeah, had see, to be I... told what Chambord was the other day, didn't I? Because I didn't know. Yeah. I don't. I wait for lunchtime. I'll go down Johnny's. 
Johnny's Bar Burslem. Christmas lunchtime and have a couple before they go with my brothers. But obviously, June Markthon, I've got to get up and go for a run Christmas morning. Well, there you what, go, ta- what time do you eat? It won't be till late because mum's working. So ah. it'll be five, six o'clock-ish. Oh. So it's like Christmas tea, not Christmas tea. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with a one o'clocker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, get it done at one. Then you, you're on the sofa for the Christmas films in the afternoon feeling fat then. Yeah. I, I, on on, on the subjects, obviously, we've got loads loads of day or stuff to talk about. So <laughs> How are you feeling about the first King's speech? I can leave it, if I'm honest. I just wonder if he'll get his ears on the telly and I've got a 55-inch. <laughs> what about your telly? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a 55, not five and a half. <laughs> Am I going to get done for treason for saying that? Well, I, I, I'll be honest. I, what, what's he going to say? He hasn't been in on, long enough, has he? No. no. I mean, not, not getting me wrong. I know it's not usually, it's not like a bulletin from the Queen letting us know what she's been up to or anything, but... No. He'd be better off doing a six-hour Netflix documentary with a reply to Addy and Megan. Not that I've watched it. No, I haven't watched it. Is, 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 is this like back in the day with like Eamon and Frankie releasing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks everyone for listening to the Ale and Vale Christmas podcast. We'll be back after Boxing Day. <laughs> but so I have got I have got a couple of Vale related questions for you. Oh. So let's I'm gonna start with the first one. And it's James Wilson. Would you prefer him on the bench than at right wing? Yeah, if I'm honest, yeah. I I just don't think he's effective as a right one. But to be honest, if we're playing one central striker, then I'll be playing James Wilson. Yeah, I'm I'm not asking which one of the two yet. Would you start? Oh, fair enough. Yes, yes. If if we're playing with one up front with right wingers, we've got plenty of right wingers that can go and do the job who are out and out right wingers. I'm all for round pegs for round holes for me. Tom, what were your thoughts after seeing him, obviously? Down the centre for two games and scored scored two one maybe two at Plymouth and then did well in the Pizza Trophy game before and in the centre and did he get a goal in that game? No, but he got two pre assists. Yeah, so he was he, he was involved. Yeah, he played both the balls, didn't he, to set them? Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally think it kind of depends who's on the left. If it's Danny Butterworth playing up there with him. I worry that we all of a sudden become a little bit narrow um, because they both try and play kind of in right in behind Alice and kind of come in off the wing or they go too wide and neither of them have got enough pace to really be effectual one-on-one. Uh, if that may... Willow can glide past the man, we all know that, but I just don't think he does it in a... I think he probably does it better when it's a reaction rather than a running at someone and going past them. Um, I, so I would, I just think whenever he's on the pitch, so we're a better side because we can get something out of nothing. So I would rather him on the pitch at right wing than not on the pitch at all. Fair enough. That's one all, Johnny. Where are you going? That's one. So I, I'm sitting him on the bench if 
it's if that's the two choices. Um, but I just, I, I just found myself getting really frustrated by. Uh, he played really well at Plymouth away, and then I just found myself really frustrated at Bristol away, and then last night, from what people have said, it sounded pretty similar. So now, last night, as I told you both, I was in where was the last night? Blythe. So I was in hotel room. I'd only got a tiny tally, so I did get it on, but it was a small tally. So I can't say I took it in properly. But it looked to me as though Addison and Wilson were playing up top with Butterworth kind of floating. Right. Okay. Fair enough. A lot, a lot of, a lot of people on that, on on Twitter were just commenting about him playing out wide and. I'll take their word for it, to be fair, because like I say, it was a little portable tally and the bed was about five miles away, so I can't say I took it in very well. Fair enough. I didn't see last night, so yeah. I can't I can't really comment. But, and then Wilson was off the pitch by the time I did get back. Yeah. Truthfully, it could have been seven. All they hit the woodwork four or five times. I saw the little flurry of shots at the end. Yeah. That almost, they were almost identical. Um, and I saw Harrison at the bar. Yeah. Yes, he did, didn't he? Yeah. We, it was a, what I saw, very strange. I mean, we could have scored three or four, but on the flip side, they probably could have scored six, six, seven. It wasn't great from us by any stretch of the imagination, especially considering the team we put out. But I do think on another day, we take some of the chances and end up winning. But on the flip side, they could take more of their chances. Yeah, you can't keep giving teams chances, can you? And I think that was the, no. the thing I noticed from Vale's Twitter. Of they they seem to be getting really frustrated by the refereeing performance. Um, seemed like there was a couple of nasty nasty tackles flying around by Salford. Um, I, they had a bit similar on Radio Stoke. They said similar. That, uh, like he was letting a lot go and he could have pulled up quite a few. I got sulfur commentary, so they never pulled anything up. Yeah, they, they, they were really happy with it. A couple of times he did mention Smith was down off the ball, but it was off camera, so... Yeah, so you're not seeing anything there. No, no. Fair no, enough. it was just right. a weird, weird game, and now it's just the league to concentrate on, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is, and I think probably for the best in, in that terms. It means that he knows how many games we've got left in the season. And maybe he can sort the squad out. Well, on that note, and I'm going to ask you both a question. Go on. And the answer is either injured or out. So injured means they're injured. Out, I don't mean out injured. I mean out as in they're gone, they're leaving. No Ali Charlesley in the squad last night. So I'll come to you first, Tom. Charlesley injured or out? Out. Johnny? Out. Brad Walker not in the squad again last night. Johnny, you first. Out. Out. Tom, I think this one, we are just saying injured, but let's go for it anyway, because again, not in the squad, and we've heard nothing apart from we saw him on a little video. Funzo Ojo. Tom. Injured. Johnny. I'm going to have to say injured, because I don't I don't see yeah. you getting rid of him at this point. But I don't either with him, but I'm just saying him because we saw him on the video and we didn't. Now, this one, I'm going rested or injured because I don't think there's an out on this. He's rested or injured. Will Forrester not on the squad last night. Tom? Rested. Johnny? Injured. And last one, I'm going 
we're down to one goalie or just tactical. Stone in goal. Tom. Not for me. What I'm asking there, because I didn't make that very clear. I was going to say, I didn't really know where we were going with that. I'm asking, (laughs) the fact that Stone started last night in all 10 outfield positions, you'd probably look at and go, Clark's played what he feels is his strongest side for this game. I'm not saying he's strongest 11. And Stevens played the last game. And Stevens played the last game. So what I'm asking is, is that Clark going, I need to play Stone because Stevens is going back? Or is it just a case of I want Stone to get some game time? What are you going for, Tom? Well, I... uh... Thing it last night, didn't I? Wasn't the last round, wasn't it the Tuesday before Stone wasn't in the squad on the Saturday? Yeah. So I think Stone was injured then and Stone would have played had he been fit. So I think Stone is just playing purely because it was this competition. I and think, wasn't Stone on the bench against Barnes? No. He was, he was on the bench once. He missed yeah, that. I thought he was. I didn't think he was in the squad at all. Yeah, yeah well, he I... missed the Bristol Rovers game, not through injury, was it? Yeah. Oh, Maybe, well, in in that then, if you, I, I didn't realise he was on the bench for that game then. Uh, in that then, maybe he's just saying, well, he could be starting next Sunday. Mm. Because what you've got is, if Jack Stevens is recalled from the first, he can't play for us. But also, we can't sign anybody on the first to play for us. No, we can't. So, Stoney's got to play against Forest Green. Yes. If if Stevens is recalled, yes, on the first we are yes. stuck between a if we we we're stuck with that. That is happening if he's been recalled. Yeah, unless we can say to Oxford, Luke, we know you're recalling him, but recall him on the second. Well, if they recall him on the second, we're all right because we don't play for fourteen days after that. Yeah, so we've got a bit of time. That might be you know a bit of a mutual thing between the Vale and Oxford that we're saying. All right, yeah, we won't be two sour grapes if you recall him but you can't play him on the first mm. he can't he can't play for us if you recall him on the first yeah. well can he can he play for them on the first I no. doubt it I didn't think he could if he was only recalled that day yeah. he'd have to be registered and he wouldn't be able you can't the, the registration has to be done 12 o'clock the day before yeah so he wouldn't so he wouldn't be able to play for either if he was recalled on that day so it makes sense for both clubs if he just was recalled on the second um but for me, that was, yeah, that could be all right. Jack Stevens will play against Morecambe in the league and he will play against Sheffield Wednesday because I want my best goalkeeper in there. But Aiden hasn't played for a month since Oxford. A month. Mm. Yeah. So it, it, I need to give him some game time before I throw him in at the deep end and he starts a game if it is happening. Mm. Johnny, what are your thoughts? I, th- I, th- I think he's started in because we're expecting Stevens to be recalled from all, all intents and purposes. I, I don't think it's worked out for us how how we expected it to. But also, looking at Oxford's side of it, their young lad that they signed from Ireland hasn't worked out and still playing a 38-year-old in Eastwood. Eastwood, is it, in goal? So, like, I just... Yeah, the goal is goal is a weird situation for me. I, I I want my own, but I can't see us getting one in January that's ours. So no, I I can't see us. Uh, well, well, we've paid money in January before. Yeah, yeah. What were you showing us then, Tom? Because um, the, sorry, it, it, 
EFL Trophy game. Wimbledon was 3-0 up at Plymouth at half-time, and it's uh, 3-0 now. Sam Cosgrove's oh. got a hat-trick in the second half. Oh. Bloody hell. There we go. There Wasn't we go. that interesting? Just caught me by surprise no. a little bit, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a follow-on to that. Oh, yeah, I did a bit of research before we come on tonight. Bloody hell. Just a little bored. bit. Just a little bit. With you saying that we've got 14 days between when we play on the 1st of Jan and then obviously it's Peterborough on the 16th. So I did research to see if Accrington were still in the cup and who they would be playing in the league and if they were still in the cup and whether we could play Accrington on the Saturday where we should have played Derby. They're still in the cup. They've got Boreham Wood, so that research didn't go very far. And the answer is no, we can't rearrange the Accrington game for that Saturday. I wondered if we'd go for the Tuesday of the 10th. Possibly. Because there's no league fixtures that day, I don't think. And that would suit us because then that would give us a game. We yeah. are going two weeks without a game. Is that, not so FA Cup, is that not FA Cup replay space, though? Oh, yeah, shit, is it? it is. Yeah, yeah. So. What, straight after? No, it can't be straight after. It's normally a week on Tuesday after, isn't it? Uh, it's whether Atkinson will agree to it in case they go to replay. Yeah. Yeah, because then they'll be playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah. Hmm. Should give and some we, and Andy something that, to moan about on Twitter, wouldn't it? Well, we all know that we're very lucky to be playing them anyway, so whenever we play them, <laughs> we'll thank our lucky stars. <laughs> Although I did hear John Coleman say, actually thinking about it, when they made the third round of the cup, that he could sign a striker in January now because of the money. Mm. I don't know. What are they paying for a striker, do we wonder? Well, they'll have made, what, maybe 100 grand by getting to the third round with the prize money, etc. So, maybe they're paying about 100 grand for a striker. Yeah, but something tells me the amount of moaning Andy Alt does on Twitter about finances and he, I follow Ian getting 100 grand worth of cup run money and giving 100 grand back out to spend. Mm. I don't think. I agree. I, I, they're, they're probably looking at a, a free agent, aren't they? Let's be honest. Yeah, it could probably, yeah, it could probably put it some somewhat some of it towards wages mm. you know on an 18 month deal maybe but it'll probably be wages for somebody who's on nine goals in league two or something maybe yeah because that tends to be what they what they do is they dip they dip low and bring up don't they and yes they do they do i assume they'll have some some money knocking around because didn't they sell colby bishop as well to portsmouth in the summer yes so I assume they got some money knocking around from there as well. Cause... How much did they get for him? A couple hundred, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a decent amount. So I'm going to push a question back to you. And it's quite simple. And the question is two or three. And it's how many people up front would you, would, do you want to see or, at all, really? So two or three bears, how many? Two. Bear two one. with one floating behind, one like attacking mid or floating behind. Which two? Willow and Addison. I, I suppose that's not the only real answer, but yeah, I was testing. I was seeing what you were thinking. So a Butterworth in behind, or would you prefer a Garrity tie more midfielder than attacker? Or is it depends who you're playing? Yeah, depends who you're playing. If we're playing a game that we're expecting to have more of the ball, a Butterworth who can actually, you know, run at him, influence the game. If you're 
doing a game where actually I think we're going to do more pressing and closing down than Gaddity. But to be fair, I think Ben Gaddity's made a very good argument to start in one of the two in your normal midfield. Yeah. I don't think I can argue with that. Tom, what, what, yeah. are, you, what are you picking? Two exactly up? the same. Two up front, one in behind. Um, play someone tricky, that one in behind Ben Garrity. Play someone with more of the ball, it's Dan Butterworth. Yeah. yeah. And, and nobody a, else. And a quick shout out, I've got to say that last night when he came on the pitch, Rory Olden looked very mm. bright last night when he came on. Yeah, what I saw of him, he looked tidy. Yeah, looked very decent last night when he came on. Maybe he's now fully fit and back to, you know, what he was under Daryl Clark, because obviously he's been out for 18 months, we all know that. If that's the sort of player that he can play week in, week out, there's no reason he shouldn't be knocking on the door. But he's got to play that good week He's got to do it more than once, yeah. And he's got to do it against League One opposition, not League Two opposition. He's done it the last couple of uh, trophy games though, hasn't he? He has. It was very good against Barnsley, in all fairness. Yeah, so in in that sense, he's he's done it. I know it wasn't their first, first team, but still. Yeah, and, and it's worth pointing out when he's done it, it's been in a front three, not a front two. It's been wide of a front three because he really was wide of a front three when he come on. Fair one. So, in, 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 another question then. You both went two, but if I said to you it's a front three and Warrell's on the wing, does that make a difference for you? Not for me. Because mm. you're losing either... Willow or Addison for me if you're doing that. And if I know we've got, could say, well, if we've got Wazer in if we've got Wazer on the wing <coughs> I'm wanting Alice Harrison because he's more of an aerial presence. And I think Wazer can well, we saw earlier in the season when Willow wasn't fit. I think Barnsley away was a prime example. Uh, I think he might have done it at Oxford as well. Was a whip a whipper ball and then Harrison's got on the end of him. Yeah, a couple of times he's had, well, he's had it wide, most occasions, but he's getting there. Needs a goal now. He does. Mm, he does his confidence. His confidence. Mm. Yeah. yeah, confidence is shot. Yeah, not knocking him and saying you know always oh, gone shits. He hasn't, but his confidence is down. He needs a goal. Just get him going again. It's almost like we forgot about penalties as well. Again, we've stopped. Like we haven't looked like getting a penalty in the last eight games because we haven't got. We haven't spent long enough in the box. No, I agree with that. To almost be awarded a penalty, we just seem to... I don't know, we seem a little bit naive sometimes. Yeah. For me, I think that's part of the problem with playing these inverted wingers almost, that they don't seem to get close enough to the box to have, have a proper effect. Yeah, you're almost... Every time they come inside, they... Out, they're 25 yards from goal and inside, aren't they? They're not. Yeah, they're, they're like they're, when we got the couple of penalties, we were getting to the byline and put and, and and putting the ball in, weren't we? So, it's, yeah, it's a little frustrating at the minute, but I, I think it's going to be an interesting one. These the, this next couple of weeks, I think. January, I think these next three games are massive for players who are at the club. Well, yeah, that, like, you, you've got to say that what two months ago we all would have said Dan Jones would have been on his way, mm. and then he's had well probably three months ago now actually thinking about the fact that we haven't had a game for that long twice. Yeah. Like, and this is part part of my issue. We've had 
we've had three mini breaks this season now, and it's is that going to do us more harm than good? It seems like we 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 take longer than anyone else kick in, don't we? Yeah, I was just about I was just about to ask you the same thing. Did you think like tonight last night's lackluster performance was due to the fact that we just haven't played a lot of games of late, like competitive, really competitive? And I, I think sometimes I do think, and I know it really shouldn't be the case for anybody in professional football, but it, it is going to be the case for certain people, is when the crowds are like they are for these Johnson paint games, you, do certain players struggle to get themselves up up for it in the same way they would if there was 3,000, well, 2,000 Vale fans behind that goal, do you know what I mean? I think that's, yeah. I, I just think we need we need some, we need a run of games and we're going to go from having what one in ten, one every ten days, to three in six days. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good. and I think we're going to have to use, we're going to have to use the squad in these games because when you haven't done Saturday Tuesday for so long, it almost takes effect. Yeah. You seen this? So, obviously, this is audio. Um, I went to a Secret Santa thing last night and some bastard bought me a Stoke hat. And, and your my, my your arsehole ex, of a missus has just your walked in there. Your ex-missus has just walked in there. I've just been hit. <laughs> 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 so, uh, set your head on fire now. Interesting one as well. On Twitter... I saw someone ask Gabe Sutton who they could potentially sign as a centre-back on loan. And one of his suggestions was Lewis Cass. Would you be interested in seeing Cass go out on loan? I'd, I'd be interested in seeing him go out the club altogether. Really? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't rate him. I, I, I didn't see nothing in the first time around that we had him to say that I would have liked to have signed him this time around. And... He hasn't come back and set the world on fire. He, he he's had one one good game at Wickham. At Wickham was it? Mm. He was all right. Yeah, but, I'd probably go along with. He hasn't been the best. I just think for someone that's what six foot one, six six two, he's shit in the air. I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's very quick. So I, I think he just he, he just kind of falls into that 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 sort of wall for me of he's probably a right back being forced to play centre half. Yeah. Mm, I can see you. See, I'd be interested in him going out on loan for six months, just get regular game time and see what comes back pre-season. Because he is fourth, fifth choice now at centre half for me. Because you've got Jones, Smith, Hall, Forrester, then him. Obviously, we're relying on Forrest to stay in fit, which he's struggling to do that at this season. Well, yeah, that, that, that. I just, yeah, for, for, for me, Cass, it depends where as well. Like, was was the question like League, League Two? Yeah, it was someone like Mansfield, I think. Oh, he's not getting somewhere like that, is he? Then I don't I think know. It was that it was not... somewhere like that. He can get somebody else in our division, is he? If he ain't getting in our side. I mean, I don't know. I would have, I would have thought a Hartlepool or somewhere like that. Mansfield paid money for players, don't they? 
they, yeah. they, had, let's be fair, they had long staff on loan last year. They're not they're not getting Lewis Cass from Port Vale on loan. So it depends what they're after though. They might, they might be after a rat. Well, nobody said centre back, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, I think he only works centre back as if you're playing a three though as well. Yes, I do. Although I've never seen him in a two. I just can't see how that would work, but you never know. No. Not. I'm not. I wouldn't be distraught if Cass stays by any stretch. I think you know there's a decent player in there, but he does need regular game time like a few of them do. Sammy Robinson, if he isn't going, he didn't make the bench. I don't think last night. I'm guessing that's because of injury. Because I'd have thought he'd have played, but if he isn't going to get regular game time, I'd be interested in him getting regular game time somewhere so he can come back pre-season ready. Because I think he will be a player next season if he's under contract. If we're sending him out on loan, then I want him signing a. An eighteen-month extension before we send him out on loan. Definitely. 100%. I don't want him. I don't want him going somewhere for six months. Going, oh, I like it here because I'm playing football regularly. All right, I'll sign for you instead. Totally agree. Totally agree. In fact, I get him signing two and a half years before he goes. Yeah, I would because he's he's definitely a player. Yeah. I don't think or a... I'd be saying to him once we've made fifty points, you're playing week in week out, and let's see how you play week in week out. I think Sammy deserves a running hour squad. I do. I think. Yeah. Wouldn't be against that. I think, like you've just said, I think there's a time and a place for him. Like, because you, you, we're potentially dropping Worrell. Um, but whilst we're playing this 3 4 3, I'd, I'd love nothing more than Worrell on the wing and Robinson just behind him. In this formation, I'm with you. I think that'd be you. And Worrell can talk him through the game a bit then. Yeah, what, 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 there's someone there to help him come back a bit because Warrell still will come back a bit. And I just, I just, I'd like it. I like Sammy. I think he's, he's a quality player. He's, he's got that something. Him and Butterworth are the two players in our squad that have got something that no one else has got. And like Sammy will do the step overs. Butterworth likes that like, dip of the shoulder and rifle one from 20, 20 odd yards out and have an effort sort of thing. So I think they bring something different to it. So I, I, I want Sammy stay, but I think, like you've said, it's about game time and about development, isn't it? You're not going to develop by just training each week and not getting any game time. Mm. Agree. Interesting January again, I think. Do you think there's going to be more or less signings than last year, last January? There was, was it seven, was it? Six, seven, was there, yeah. Less, but I think there'll be more than people expect. I reckon I, four or five. I think... I, on par, but I yeah. think how many left last January? Ooh. Three, did they? Ryan Johnson. Uh, Let's have a look now. Ryan Johnson left. I really can't remember our side. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> oh, so. Bear with it, it's just loading. Politic left, didn't he, because he got recalled. Yeah. yeah. So two players who were unnecessary to the squad, really. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say on. that on last I haven't been on for a few weeks. I have to get any digs in. <laughs> it's fair to say that, I've seen you can't George, say yeah, that for George Lloyd went back. Oh, Lloyd, yeah. Oh, George Lloyd, yeah. Politic went back. Cass went back because, obviously, he's injured. Yes. Danny Amos went. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Burgess? No, he'd gone by then. Yeah, he'd gone by then, hadn't he? No, he went at the end of the season. Burgess did. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Leon Leg went, didn't he? Yeah. Leggy. Oh yeah. yeah. Leg Johnson, Devante, Devante. and Whitehead went out. Yeah. So it's quite a few Four lead. players under contract and three loan signings went. Yeah. yeah. So seven went out, seven came in. Yeah. Really wouldn't surprise. And we've had what two loan signings go back already. Yeah, McCarron and Small have gone back, haven't yeah. they? Small so, officially, McCarron unofficially, but yeah. He's yeah, been kids, so I'd expect. Yeah, he's been playing for them every week, hasn't he? So um, he's gone back. So we're saying, is there another loan? Well, Small McCarron, you've got then, you've got Butterworth, Meepo, and Dennis Stevens could and go Stevens. back. So yeah. that could be three loan signings again. In, yeah. In Jan, and then I would expect I'm I'm probably I don't know whether I'm expecting Proctor. I think it all depends if he's fit enough. Go all Rocks, Charlesley, Charlesley. I think Walker. Walker. So we could be looking at seven going. If seven are going, we need seven in because we could haven't you, got a massive squad. Could you imagine if Proctor and Brad Walker both go? <laughs> You're going to be devastated. Who am I going to declare me undying love to on the podcast? Yeah, no, you better you better get looking now. You never know who might come in. True. Manny come back. Absolutely not. Okay. Let's stay away from this ex player bollocks now. Keen Harris. Well, I would I would sign Mitch Harris. Uh, Mitch Cork, sorry, you just said oh, Keen. Right. Yeah, Mitch I Harris. <laughs> Is that a bit of both of them? Yeah, it'd be some yeah. player that would, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> be an absolute lunatic, but yeah. <laughs> No, I'd sign Mitch Clark Not that Atkinson would let him go for one minute, but I'd sign him back. But yeah, did you, did you mention Keane then? Yeah, Keane Adam, would you take him back? No. no, no. I think I'm with you both on that. As much as I love the boy and what he did for us, he hasn't played enough football over the last six months to say he can make the step up from what he did last year into League One. No, he's the, the thing with him is, is he's a natural goal scorer because he's gone back into Uddersfield's B team and started scoring goals again. Oh, so, actually. Yeah, so he's, a, so he's a natural goal scorer. Like, but I just... Something happened at Bradford why he didn't get in. So I, I, I'd i be saying, well, is he going in hours? You'd argue over Meepo, but then Meepo hadn't actually done... Well, whilst we obviously don't really rate him that highly, he scored five or six, hasn't he? Mm. Which is more than Harrett did in the same sort of time frame. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit torn. Like, the, he's he's got the right sort of on the pitch attitude for you because he runs his bollocks off, but. Yeah, that, it wouldn't be a first choice. And I think if we didn't end up signing him, I'd, I would be a little bit worried about where it's gone down that rabbit hole again. Have we missed out on a couple of people as uh, before and just settled? So, yeah, I'd stay stay away from Keane at the minute. Last question then before we get into the Morecambe game. Meepo, keep or upgrade? You'd have to promise me an upgrade. If you said Cole Stockton comes in and Meepo then goes, then I'm happy. If you tell me Meepo goes and Kean Arrow comes in, I would prefer keep Meepo. So, Tom, I think you've muted yourself, Tom. Either you're just moving your lips and saying, Yeah, nothing. sorry. Yeah, I agree with Johnny. Um, uh, 
the one thing with that striker that we we tend to be it tends to be a lone player, whether it's the third or fourth choice striker. I don't think Meepo goes back and we sign Cole Stockton. Um I think if Meepo goes back we sign somebody else from under twenty one's football. And I think we're gambling. But I would certainly give it a gamble. And I don't think we'll be sending Mipo back. I think if Mipo goes back, it's more a choice of West Ham going, wait a minute, we expected him to get more game time than he's been getting. We'll recall him and send him League Two where he's going to play week in, week out. I think Mipo only goes back. Yeah, right, I, I agree. I think Mipo is back on our choice. And if we did if we did sign a permanent striker, <laughs> there's still a requirement for Mipo. Agree. It's just, it's just then whether does to do West Ham look at it and go, Hang on, you've just brought in your own lad. So now our lad's going to be fourth choice. So we'll, we'll actually bring him back and prefer him get play every week in the under-21s if no one else wants him, sort of. Now, but, yeah. here's, here's an interesting one for you then on, on Meepo. With you saying he's third choice striker. So against Morecambe uh, on Boxing Day, we start 5-3-2 with Willow and Harrison up front. One of them, one of Will, Willow gets a knock and has to come off. Do you bring Mipo on and go like for like, or do you bring someone? Say Garrity started in the hole. Do you bring Butterworth on and change your players round to fit into a three-four-three ahead of bringing Mipo straight swap or not? I'd I'd say it depends how we were playing and depends yeah. where. Danger was like if there was a record, if there was a need for the swap, then yes. If not, I'd, I'd just be as happy to see Butterworth go in next to Harrison as I would Meepo come on if, if Butterworth hadn't started. So I'm the sort of person that doesn't like too much in game change that's not needed. So that's why Clark sometimes stresses me out when he just makes radical changes in game that you don't think are 100% necessary. Yeah, no, that's fair, that's fair. And I, I do think we need another striker, even keeping me focused. As you say, Willow or Addison get a knock, as we've already seen in the first half of the season. We're down to the bare bones, especially if Proctor isn't mm-hmm. anywhere near. You need yeah, four first-choice strikers, well, four strikers capable of playing in your first team, don't you? Well, it depends, doesn't it? At the minute, you, we need two. If we're, playing, if we're playing three up front, we need two strikers. Yes. So, if, if we're sticking with that, then... Technically, we've got the three strikers that you need for that sort of role, so we're all right. But we know Clark, he's said quite a few times he prefers playing two, and we all prefer seeing two, so I think we I think we definitely do need one. I am going back to the two. I do. I like <laughs> two up top myself. I like two up top where they're not both dropping out wide to pick up the ball. I think Willow and Harrison work well together. Yeah, I do. We do. I just think, like like we said earlier, Harrison just needs a goal, doesn't he? But, yeah. but I would, I I would, I don't know what kind of. It's difficult to say at this time what kind of striker I would prefer. Whether it's somebody nippy who's going to get in behind, or if it's somebody who's airily very good. Because I think he struggled to find 
both. It's okay, it's, no, no, it's okay to have one of each. Yeah, um, but like if we were to if we were to bring in another loan player, yeah, would I want it? Would I want you know a quick lad who's you know we can knock it in behind later on? And I'm gonna I'm, ignore the finishing ability of said striker, a Ben Williamson stri- type player who is gonna get in behind and create chances that way, or are we are we going for someone a, a header of the ball? You know what I mean? A, a Jake Beasley type yeah. player. Oh, he made the bench for him at the weekend. Did he? Yeah. Scary enough interest. Yeah. Oh, putting him in the shot wind. Jake Beasley. Well, it, him it, and Big Tyrese both coming in. <laughs> I, I was about to say it. For, for, for me, I I really hope that we sign a striker permanently for us. Yeah. Like, I really hope we sign one. I've, the the, the there's two in mind nope. for me. Nope. Nope. And uh, one of them is Paul Stockton. Yeah. I think you've got to... He's, yeah, I know he hasn't scored many this season, but his head, his head was obviously turned in the summer and we were, we were in for him. Whether it was serious or, or testing the water, who knows, but it's definitely one I'd be going back in for. Nope. And and then the other one nope. is the Burton lad. Nope. 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 Like, yeah. He'd shoot every, he'd shoot no. us down to the ground. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. And he's the third top goal scorer in the league as well. No. So you, there's got to be clubs looking at him outside of us. Nope. Yeah, there's yeah. got to be. To be Probably Ipswich, because they seem to sign every bastard who. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Ipswich signed Burton's striker after like the first game of the season. Yeah, yeah. they will probably go in again, won't they? He played well against us for being needed. But yeah, that, that, no. For me, I think we need. I'd, I'd be ecstatic if we brought in two permanent strikers. Yeah. I'd. I think we need definitely need a centre mid and a and a and a wing back. So, I think they're the four places for me. I'd be strengthening if Stevens stays. Yeah. Um, if not, it's them four and a keeper. So. I, that's obviously basing the fact on Funzo's fit. Because if he's not going to be fit for another couple of weeks and we do get rid of Walker and we do get Charlesley gone, we probably need... I'd, 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 I'd take a young centre mid from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and, see, and, and give them a go on loan like, to, to replace the sort of squad player that we, we, we've seen what combined we've probably got about 180 minutes from them per this season. I think Santa delivers as a fit Funzo for Boxing Day to make the bench. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be far off now. It depends, nice. it depends on the... Uh, it was his hamstring, wasn't it? Yeah, well, they said eight They, they said eight weeks, didn't they? And Peterborough, I'm sure, was nine weeks ago now, so... Yeah. It, it's got that, to be That's close. on the basis that he hasn't broken down in training, though. Or... Well, yeah, I suppose. You know, it's Ooh. always the thing with ham- with look at Gibber with hamstrings. He can be a right friggy. Yeah. Obviously, we saw him at that thingy that failed at TikTok, but I haven't got TikTok, so I saw it on Twitter, where yeah. they were guessing how many Crosby was getting at the bar from 10. Have they released the footage yet? Because I haven't seen it. I don't know. I haven't got TikTok. I'm not down with the camera. No, or me. Uh, they did put it on Twitter, the guessing, because Donny said he'd get three. 
Uh, Fonzo had a guess. Walker had a guess. But yeah, the, he, he got 10 chances from the edge of the box to hit the crossbar. And they were guessing how many times he'd hit it. Was this the one that was six days ago? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, they haven't released it yet. Haven't they released it yet? Bloody hell. It's going to be a day special. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. But, um, yeah, what I was going to say quickly on what you pointed out there, Bez, was the, the, the well, I think it was you, Johnny, give a young lad a go. I think centre mid could be a position where you could give an under-21 because they're so used to playing football. You know, the passive receiving, that. That is certainly a skill that is transferable into men's football without, you know what I mean? Sometimes if you're, if you're a striker and you're getting on the end of things in under-21s football, it's completely different when you've got a six-foot-five shithouse up your arse. Yeah. Whereas well, I let, think... let me ask you both this then. If we're giving a young lad a chance in centre-mid, that obviously means we're overlooking Conlon, Pet, someone else. I don't It's not overlooking it for me. It's the... It's for me. I'd be going into the second half of the season with Conlon, Pet, Garrity, Ojo, and and a child. Um, Doing that, I'm guessing your child is probably fifth choice unless they do something special. Yeah, yeah. But it depends on that child be Tommy McDermott. No, I'd him go out and get week in week out football. He, He is someone that I'd prefer to go and see get proper football. He's also slightly. Slightly on the young side for me. He's still yeah. seventeen. And I would, I would prefer us to go and get someone from an under twenty ones team who is twenty, and add, you know, three years of under twenty ones football. A little bit of a know how, but you know, he needs to get in and around first team football in in the leagues. Now he's had a taste of, you know, what it's like to be playing. Man City on the training ground there. It's brilliant. It's magnificent. Now, come and play it. The shithole that is the Parali Stadium week in, week out, or something like that. See, for, for me... <laughs> for me, I think it concerned me signing a 20-year-old from an academy. As to why they haven't broke through yet. Yeah. Because I think, especially in, in, this, in this day and age now, you've seen 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds breaking through Playing even even the odd 15, 20 minutes in in the Carabao Cup and stuff like that. So like a twenty year old that's not made it at all. You look at I think Tommy Doyle is it that's at um, Sheffield sure. United now. Um, he, he's on loan from there. He's had about four or five loan spells. He's he's on last chance saloon and he's ended up going going the Championship and doing all right. So I was going to say that he's well respected at City though, isn't he? Yeah, he is. But like it's. I just, I just think that what is the reason they haven't broken in, especially City, that they're, they're renowned for playing kids. Like, I just don't know. So, I, just... I think gone are the days now where 17-year-olds come in and stay in unless they are exceptional. I think it's more leaning towards building players up when they're like 21 coming through. You don't see... Fucking hell! Have you seen a player coming through like Wayne Rooney in the last twenty years? Well, Foden was one, wasn't he? And he's he's been drip fed in from seventeen. But again, but he's been he's been what is he now? Twenty one. 
21, yeah. 21, and I'd say probably last season was his first season where he probably got over 20 games. Yeah, and then you got Ballingham, obviously. That Ballingham broke. is a is a different different mustard altogether. Do you know what I mean? And Foden is Foden is. I'm not dismissing Foden, but I'm thinking they're obviously their their standard is a lot higher. Um, whereas I think teams, you know, your Southamptons, your people like I, I can. It looks to me like they're building players up more to be ready at 21 than they are relying on someone coming in at 17, having a belting debut, and then going on to play 30 games that season. It doesn't seem to happen as much anymore. Like, these players, I mean, there was a lad who scored for City in the Champions League. Rico Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, was he the right winger, was he? Yeah, he was the full-back, wasn't he? Will he play in... Will he play... He probably won't play again for City this season. Probably won't play in the EFL. Yeah, but he's, but he's got a Champions League goal under his belt, and it's just—I don't know—I don't get the the logic behind that. Or are they saying we'd rather keep him here, improve that, and then when they get to twenty, they say, right, you're ready to go out and you know rip the maybe the City aren't seeing but loaning players to League One as beneficial, but what they'll do is they'll keep them there till they're twenty, then they'll drop them into the Championship. You know, hopefully get promoted, have them, have them for a season in the bottom end of the Premier League, and then will they be ready for City then at 22? That's still bloody young. You're still getting, you know, 12 years of a career out from 22, aren't you? Yeah, I think, I think my, my my big issue is is the fact that these 17-year-olds now are on 15 grand a week. So oh, It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah. But, but that like, can't pay anything towards a wage. So our City, our City looking at it and thinking... Well, this 17-year-old will improve at Port Vale by going out on loan, and it's worth the 15 grand a week that we'll keep paying. Or are they thinking we may as well pay the 15 grand and have been playing for our kids or whatever, and actually developing ourselves? That's I suppose that's the toss-up that you've got with the investment. And it's also sometimes, do they? It, it might be a really bizarre way of looking at it, and I don't know if this is the case. Are they trying to set a winning mentality throughout the whole system? We want our under-18s winning the league. We want our under-21s winning the league. We want our first team winning the league. We do that. We keep our better players at this club. I don't know. Mm. But might be might be nothing, but... Yeah, maybe. I'd hey. like us go and get Sochi from their academy on loan. Ty. Yeah. I don't just know if he's any good just because Akpo, yeah. I I'd, I'd like I'd like to see us go get get go get all that back. He's been he's been really good this season apparently. Yes, he has, to be fair. His stats are very good. Can't remember yeah. his name, but yeah. Joel and Darby. That's it. He's been banging him in, in like the youth champions league, hasn't he? Yeah. So go, go get a winger in and say right you go you go. Gonna put gonna put centre mid. Yeah, get a winger in, go three five two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought it? Right, let's preview Morecambe. We've been on nearly an hour, and then I can go watch the rest of the darts in bed. Sound. Let's preview Morecambe. So we're coming up against technically the best keeper in the league. Are we? Based on expected goals. Oh. He he has conceded ten less goals than he should have done. I wow. think it's slightly skewed because. I'm sure he saved two penalties and the and he's had one missed against him. 
So I don't know if the missed one goes for him or not, but the the two the the two what there is saved one will be, yeah they'll be quite high. I think they're, I think they're about 0.7 of a goal a penalty is. You think so, it'd be higher than that, wouldn't you? But... You would, but think about the amount. The, 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 there is a lot missed, isn't there? Oh, mm. so. yeah. Okay. So so yeah, Connor, Connor Ripley's there. He's a he's he's a keeper that's come through it. Um, through Middlesbrough's academy, been a couple of other places, played Accrington, Salford, Barry. He played a couple of times at Burton as well. But yeah, he, he's statistically the best goalkeeper in the league based on expected goals against. I, I know that obviously Bez, you're not a big fan of that, but I think for goalkeepers, it says more than a striker. Yeah, I think he does for keepers in all fairness. So. He looks like he's a decent keeper. Um, Although saying that, if we played Morecambe, which we're going to, yeah. and Alice Addison misses one from three yards out and puts it over the bar and it's 0.9 unexpected goals. Yeah. That'll go on the keeper's stats. No, it doesn't. I, it's, oh, it's, does it? it's only ones that he's saved that they've worked on. So it's... Fair enough. I where, should take where, that back. Yeah, where he's affected the goal scoring chance. So obviously, so, some of some of them though as well. Uh, he's probably got 0.1s from someone having a a thirty yard effort that's just trickled into his hands. Yeah, yeah. the pre rollers are. And there's, yes. there's obviously a couple of ones like that that you that you have to balance out. That yeah. yes, it's no. penalties, but if it's only shots on target, I think that is a fairly good indicator. I'll take that one. Yeah, so we were up against him. He, he's he's obviously decent. Yeah, I think Jake Taylor made the bench last game. He's been out injured, hasn't he? Yeah, Jake, Jake Taylor's been playing and and whatnot. He's 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 been there. We talking about under twenty three lads. They've got a midfielder called Jensen Weir that's on loan from Brighton. Um, he scored five goals for him from centre mid. Bloody hell! And he's, he's yeah, he's twenty. So you you've got people like him there, and then. Jonathan Obika's there. A blast from the past. Yeah, Jonathan Obika? Yeah. He's been class on football manager. He yeah. did. He's, he's, he scored about 20 goals against us, it felt like, when he, when he was at Swindon as well. Donald yeah. Love as well. Is that him who was originally United and then went Sunderland? Yes. Yeah. I, think it's I mean, I, I, imagine it, I imagine it was because there isn't many Donald Loves about, is there? Yeah. No. But yeah. The, the 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 confusion for me is they've got quite a good squad because they've got that Max Melbourne there that if you remember Bez when he was at Lincoln and Stevenage we actually we actually thought he was quite decent during lockdown yes the left back so they've got a good squad um, on paper they've got a good manager on paper it just seems like on grass they've they've completely fallen apart so. Mm. It's a it's a confusing one because there's a couple of players there I look at and think I'd take them on. Why like, they yeah. didn't play for our squad? But is I suppose the first question is: Is there a reason that these players are bottom of the league? So is it worth taking that gamble from someone like that, or do you just say, look, you know they're a good player, so put them in with other good players and they'll improve again? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But yeah, it's it's a difficult one. Their last run of games has been pretty sketchy. They lost they lost to Plymouth through a Morecambe in the league. 
uh, drew the Exeter, sorry. They can't draw themselves. I was going to say they did well. They lost to Lincoln, drew a Pompey, lost to Chef Wednesday in the Cup, MK in the Cup, drew a Derby, drew a Wickham, lost to Cheltenham, beat Barnsley. So they look a very good side at home. <laughs> yeah. Just shite away, so hopefully that. I imagine these will sit back and let us have the ball and say, come and break us down. Yeah, which would, for me, affect our side that we went with. Yes. Very much so. If they're going to play, will they? I don't know, Johnny, if you know, with regards to the the shape they play, did they just play Cole Stockton up on, up on top on his own? Or? No, they've been playing two up front recently. Right. Okay. So that obviously stops us from just playing three at the back. Um, and just yep. leaving leaving him there kind of thing. We're going to have to make sure we've, you know, we need to make sure we've, we've got our head screwed on and it's not going to be a walk in the park. And yeah. I, think, I think we need to know that from a fan's perspective as well, because there's nothing worse than when people think we should be rolling teams over. And after 10 minutes, if we're not winning, there's people booing and gain on their backs and it makes for a really frustrating afternoon and then are the afternoons then when you go on to lose one nil. Yeah. Um but yeah I would like uh, I would like to see us get at them because like I said on the road they look like they struggle a little bit. Yeah they, well to to be fair to, to to be fair like they're twenty second on away form. Yeah. Played 11, got seven points, and uh, 23rd on home form, played 10 oh. points. So, I, I was going to say, to be fair, actually, I've said the home form looks decent, they've got a lot of draws, yeah, but they've got draws against you know Exeter, Portsmouth, Derby, Barnes, Barnes, they got three points. Um, they lost to Ipswich, and they lost. It seems to be the home form's picked up since like October. November time, so I don't know if with them having they must have had a bit of a torrid, torrid time. I mean, obviously they had a really memorable home win uh, on the 9th of August. They beat some non-league side Stoke in the cup or something. But, yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I mean they haven't won in the last five, so I would like us to you know try and pile on that misery a little bit. Yeah. What would your eleven be then, Tom? Based on that, like you just said, they might come and sit in and and whatnot. Um, Stevens, Stevens, Forrester, Smith, Jones. Um, was it? Uh, Benning, purely because it has to be. Um, Conlon. No, Pet Garrity. I would probably take Tom Conlon out because I, th- I don't know. Um, yeah, a Pet Garrity, uh, Butterworth behind Willow and Harrison. I want Bez. Are you making any changes to that? I think just Conlon for Pet, and that's purely. 
pardon me, that's purely Conlon captain. He isn't getting dropped. And I think Tom agrees he isn't getting dropped. It's just what Tom would do. And I wouldn't be against Pep playing, to be fair. I, love I think Tom it Pep. gives us, yeah, it gives us a little bit more when teams sit in, don't he? he wants to come and get the ball and move yeah. teams around a little bit. And I think we need that. Yeah, but I definitely play Butterworth because I do think we're going to have to unlock them. And Butterworth, as you both said, has got that something different. He is the key. Yeah, he is the key to unlock them. How corny is that? <laughs> he can run at him, drive at him, create something and maybe score a worldie. The rest of them need to be inside the six-yard box shoot. What would you go, Johnny? I'd, I'd, I'd go the same. I think I'd, I think I'd start... I'd go the same as what you said starting, but I think I think Clarky will start with Tom. Tom, yeah, I think I think we know. I mean, that. I'm, I'm not I'm not begrudging Tom starting. This isn't me saying, "Oh shit, get him out the side." This is purely me saying, for this game, I would like us, you know, to start with Petty just to keep the ball moving. Ben gives us the legs, and Butterworth is the the man who, you know. Unlocks doors. <laughs> um, I w- I wouldn't begrudge Conlon playing in the Butterworth hole though either, and putting Pet and um, Pet, Pet and Garrity behind, and just asking Conlon to get on the ball and thread the passes through, do do the sort of things that he's good at. I think uh, this season particularly, he seems, and I don't know if it's a confidence thing. It, he doesn't want to shoot. I've noticed it a few times. The ball's come to him on the edge of the box. He doesn't want to strike the thing. He doesn't. He looks scared of losing the ball. And I don't know that it must be a confidence thing. And I would rather someone in that ten who either a isn't bothered about moans and groans if they try and thread a through ball, or if they blaze one over the bar, or two is just high on confidence at the minute, which I think Butterworth will be. Particularly at home, he seems to do quite well at home. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I've got nothing like I'd be I'd be happy with either. But I think if because it feels like Conlon's got to start with the captaincy, I think I'd like to probably see him a bit further forward to see if he can affect the game a little a little bit more and a little bit better. Yeah, but, yeah, it, it, it's an awkward one. Go on, that bears avtimings.com. First goal and who's scoring it? I am going. Alice Addison get one. I think it's going to be a long hard slog and we're going to have to really break him down. So I'm going 53rd minute. Okay. Tom, wait, where are you going? Dave Worrell, 26. Ooh. It's going to be one of them where for the first 25 minutes we whipping balls in left, right and centre and one's just going to bobble through at the back post to Wazzy and he's going to run and smash it roof of the net. Nice. Like and, and we're going to have 62% possession. Are you getting, are you getting off? Because <laughs> I got it bang on last time. <laughs> you did get a plum if you said 32 yeah. or something, did you? I said 33% possession and we win 2-1. I was just a bit off with the score. Yeah, we, I think we can let you off with the score. I'm going nine minutes, Will Forrester. Ooh. Okay. Ed, I assume, or one of his, uh, when he drives forward and just 
Punt one. Uh, I'm I'm saying Ada, and I'm, I'm I'm thinking it's it's a game where it's got, it's then going to be tight and a bit scrappy after that because they won't have set up to come out and it's just going to be a bit messy that they'll try and keep it at one for as long as possible and try and nick one late on. So I don't think it's going to be a footballing purist game. Yeah, no, I think it's yeah. going to make it difficult for us. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. I'm uh, quite not excited, but I am intrigued to see what the pitch is like. Yeah, it's sad. Christ. When was the last time we played at home? Barnsley. Which was... Before... 28th of November? Yeah, that's about right, isn't it? So it's had had four weeks? Was it the 28th? If it was the 28th, then I've done bloody well there. No, one of 20... Eighth, because that was a Monday. Twenty second. Papa John's. Twenty second of November. Twenty so third had... once, because it was the Wednesday. Oh yeah. So we've had, you know, it'll be a month and three days. Yeah. Wow. Without without a game on it. I thought it seemed like a while since I'd seen the veil. I didn't. I didn't even go that game because that was the one where I fell downstairs. Well, seen the veil at Veil Park, obviously, mm. went Bristol, but that seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then what, what are you going to final score then, Tom? You, you when was opens the open team? I'm gonna go 2 0. Okay, Bez took the words out of my mouth 2 0. 2 0, fair enough. Interesting. What are you going? I think 1 0. I think it's going to be scrappy. Oh, Jesus. It's not going to be fun, it's going to be a proper Christmas hangover. So. <laughs> Although it's just be sad to low call stocks and scores, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I'm, expect, I'm expecting an own goal if he's scoring from him. <laughs> Forced through the move. Yeah, to say, look, this is where I want to be. And I just want I want to make it dead obvious as well. I wanted my literally bring it down in his own penalty area and twat it top goals, corner and run off. Celebrating. <laughs> run in front of the paddock, celebrating. Yeah. Here, <laughs> yeah, boys. Sign me up. I can't um, see it happening, but you never know. Imagine the conspiracy if he like puts his toe out there and scores or misses yeah. a pass or something. And then Nin- ninety fifth minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Yeah. I'll be happy with that. <laughs> we don't. We we take it, but I'm sure um, football fans from elsewhere wouldn't be too happy. No. But yeah, so that that's what we're going with. We're going wins all round. We we all appreciate it. it's not going to be easy. Um, it's got got the uh, like the, the beginnings of Forest Green about it, hasn't it? Like when we obviously played them and they were down there, and we we expected it be a walk. Mm. I look at their squad and think they've got a better squad than Forest Green. It's just something's obviously not working properly. Um. And maybe it is the money issue. Maybe it is that when we were in admin, we galvanised, but maybe it is the fact that they don't know if they're going to go in admin and going to stop getting paid at any point because the owners are in some dire straits, aren't they? Because don't they, aren't they involved in a rugby club that's just gone tits or Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, it's, 
maybe it is a bit psychological, but who knows? Exciting times anyway, like you say, month and three days since we've been there. Let's hope, let's hope it doesn't snow or drop to minus 45 again, like it did. They give out for tropical temperatures. That's good then, so we should be good. Shouldn't be getting below zero before Boxing Day, according to the weather apps. That's it. So game should be on. Should be. Should be. And before we exit, um, shout out to Luke from the media team who has announced today he's leaving the club. So all the best, Luke, in your future endeavours. All the best, Luke. And you've done some really good work in promotion season and obviously this. So um, if anyone does need any media work doing, Luke's your man. But yeah. Exciting times to uh, get back and watch some actual live football at our stadium. And let's hope it's better than the last two one 0 defeats that we've had since since the high of Plymouth. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And so, Merry Christmas, everyone. Before we're on again, I hope Santa comes and gives you everything that you like and want. Yeah, you. And uh, finally, I have got I have got a shout out. Um, shout out to Steve's lad Joe. We know he listens. Um, <laughs> We've heard the story about your Mbappe um, predicament. So, uh, <laughs> ah, yes. The bad language in the household. Keep, keep your head down. Don't, don't be screaming stuff like that or else you won't be inheriting the um, 35 acre land that, that um, your dad's got and the, and the um, Gold Star Coach Company. <laughs> Steve's going to kill you. He, he is, but it's fine. His, his wife doesn't listen. It's fine. <laughs> This is when it's on in the car, and then she's like, what, what? You've told everyone. <laughs> yeah. These things happen. They do. But, yeah. But everyone, like, like Bez just said, reiterating it, enjoy your Christmas. Hopefully you get everything you want. Hopefully there's a few half-season tickets in there for people that haven't got them. Um, and, yeah, let's do what we normally do and have, a, have an ale and up the veil. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.